look, I have the privilege of, uh, of rounding off the, the series, um, Sermon on the Mount mini-series, uh, and bringing it to some kind of conclusion. Uh, next week, Caleb will uh, start a new series, which will be um, amazing, and I uh, can't wait to, to hear more of what that's going to um, unfold, really. So um, one of the things I love about the Bible is the layers upon layers of truth that are found uh, in the scriptures. And today, I want to trek up the mountain and see a perspective that only the height uh, can provide. And what I mean by that is uh, it's a look down uh, approach. Um, in saying that, let's begin with the end in mind. Um, so Matthew 7 verse 28 to 29, which is the end of this um, you know, uh, Sermon on the Mount um, chapters that, uh, so Jesus starts five, six and, and works his way through to seven. And uh, I want to finish with uh, Matthew uh, 7, no, it's actually 28, sorry. I'm going to take that off, sorry, Mark. It's right at the end, I didn't give you the scripture. It says, when Jesus, when Jesus concluded his address, the crowd burst into applause. Now, this is the message version. They'd never heard teaching like this, and it was apparent that he was living everything he was saying. Quite a contrast to the religious teachers. This was the best teaching they had ever heard. Now, two words I want us to really uh, concentrate on or highlight is, first of all, the crowd, and second is contrast, which is really going to be about perspective. So let, let, let's look at the crowd first of all, um, because that's really important. Uh, we see really the, the in Matthew 4, the type of crowd that Jesus was actually um, um, speaking to, or the crowd that was listening to Jesus. Now, the crowd were the marginalised, the insignificant, uh, the dishonoured, the sick, the hurting, the tormented, the, the mentally unwell. Uh, these were day labourers. They uh, were used to subs subsistent living. Um, there was no Centrelink. There was no JobKeeper. Um, so they were really living uh, day to day. And... Um, uh, you know, in, in a Roman society, they were really the outcast or the hopeless, and in short, they were uh, the garbage. Um, the second word is, is contrast. I want to talk about contrast. And Jesus was really offering a different perspective on life. And uh, these two things, so remembering the, the crowd, they were the outcast, they were the garbage, they were you know, left to the side and they weren't important and very, very insignificant people. And Jesus um, uh, captured their hearts uh, in a particular way through his teaching. Um, I've, got, I've got some photo, uh, some pictures here. If you can bring the first picture up, please, Mark. Um, now, these are from an artist uh, called, or two artists called Tim Noble and, and Sue Webster. Um, they had a... Uh, uh, a gallery or, a, or an art an art exhibition and uh, people would go into these rooms and it would be quite dark and quite meaningless and uh, all you'd see would, would be these images of uh, garbage you can see there on the screen there um, and I'm not saying anything about Maccas but there was a lot of uh, a lot of garbage there that was um, just presented and people would come in and go what on earth is this about how can this be art I don't know if anyone's been in any kind of exhibition like this, but all of a, all of a sudden there was this uh, uh, light that would come on in the corner 
and it would surprise everyone if you could move to the next one and all of a sudden this light when it shine on the garbage you can see the silhouette or the image of people there and it took people by surprise um, they you would never have expected that and uh, um, and this is the perspective that that you know I want to kind of hone in on a little bit have we got that second example there mark uh, yeah you can see there <laughs> there we go you can see there in the foreground just a mishmash of things and bits and pieces but then again once this light was illuminated onto the the objects there would be an image that was shown and uh and, and this is really really important it's not what we look at that matters it's what we see now jesus saw people jesus didn't see the garbage he didn't see the hopeless and the outcasts and the marginalized he saw people um, and 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 this is really important because society um, saw things very very different to jesus no wonder they were captivated by uh, the things that he said but it was because jesus saw real people lost hurting um, the marginalized and he heard he, he saw them without hope and his message began to give them uh, in, incredible hope. The message provided a different perspective and his message was uh, full of hope, fulfillment, and certainly of a future. Now, for instance, the Beatitudes, um, you know, we read it uh, in a certain way and we think that we have to be these things, but the reality was they were these things. Um, you know, they, uh, you know, they, they, they were meek, they were, uh, you know, poor. Um, you know, when Jesus said um, about don't worry about food or drink or tomorrow, well, he said that because they actually did worry about what are they going to eat. Uh, they had no food, they had no water, you know, drink, they, they you know, they had, uh, you know, w will I even make it through to tomorrow? You know, they were worried about tomorrow because would they even last tomorrow, you know, the day and get into tomorrow. Um, th there's a there's a narrative that I'll, I'll read. It says, um, and, and it comes from a commentary from one of the one of the uh, uh, guru teachers, not you, uh, Pastor Andrew, for sure, but another one. And it says, too often, the characteristics of the blessings of the Beatitudes, for instance, uh, in in Christian history, is, is turned into ideals or virtues that we must strive to obtain. Uh, poor in spirit, mourning, meek, merciful, pure in heart, and so on. Uh, when we do this, we actually turn them into formulas that help us gain status and favor with God, which is the precise, precise opposite of what Jesus was trying to say. But rather, they are descriptions of the kind of people to whom Jesus, in fact, first brought the message of the kingdom of God, which was a kingdom, a message of hope. Uh, nowhere does Jesus tell us to try to be poor in spirit or mourn uh, all the time or try to get ourselves persecuted. He simply announced the great surprise, like those lights. When, they, when the light came on and he illuminated things, uh, he, they, people could see things very, very differently. Um, these people who were not honoured and not significant in society uh, were precisely the ones that he received the honour to be first called and welcomed into uh, this kingdom that he was presenting. 
his perspective was very, very different from every other teacher uh, that they had listened to. Um, and he wraps up his message in this beautiful bow that we call the golden rule. Now, um, I would like to ask you, uh, what is the golden rule? Um, you know, can you put in the context there or the comments there? Uh, what, are, what is the golden rule? Um, Jesus brings it in in uh, Matthew 7, verses, uh, verses 12. If you can bring that up now. Mark what the golden rule is. And it says uh, in, in Matthew 7, verse 12, and, and I've got the message version, here's a simple rule of thumb, a guide for behaviour. Uh, ask yourself what you want people to do for you, then grab the initiative and do it for them. Uh, add up God's laws and prophets and this is what you get. So what he was trying to say there, he said, in everything, here I'm going to condense it down to this, this golden rule. Um, let me see what some of your comments are. I'm going to bring down... Uh, some of the comments coming through. The golden rule, we pretty well know that the golden rule is, you know, do unto others what, you know, you want them to do to you. And that's what he was really saying. In everything, he boils down, he summarises all of his teaching in Matthew 7, verse 12, and he brings it down. He goes, look, in everything, what I'm trying to say is treat people the same way that, 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 uh, that you want to be treated. Um, and if you do that, this really sums up the law and the prophets. In other words, he was trying to say um, to this particular crowd, think about what you can give, not what you can get. Don't worry about what you get. Just worry about what you can give. Uh, treat others the way you want to be treated. Um, and I would say that this, uh, sorry, they say that perspective becomes your reality. And I think that's very true. The way we see things um, really becomes our uh, reality. And at the moment, there's a lot of perspectives out there. Um, there's a lot of perspective on lockdowns. There's a lot of perspectives on uh, on the jab and, and vaccines and all that kind of stuff. Everyone's got a perspective. Um, and usually with the perspective, there comes an opinion. Everyone's got a, an opinion. Um, but Jesus was taking his perspective and he was bringing hope to the marginalised, uh, to those that were down and out, those that were in the garbage, and, um, and it was very, very easy for them to get in this despair. But when Jesus gave this, these principles, these ethics, uh, this way of living, this kingdom way of living, it brought with it incredible hope uh, and incredible fulfillment and certainly a future. Um, you know, about three weeks ago, talking about perspective coming into reality, about three weeks ago, uh, I woke up one day and I was really, really, uh, I was anxious. I was frustrated. Um, you know, uh, lockdown had certainly taken its toll um, with a few of the things that I was thinking about. I couldn't see my kids. I couldn't see my grandkids. Um, I, you know, I couldn't get to work. Um, I couldn't get to church. You know, church wasn't happening. And, um, and if anyone knows me, I'm the guy at the back that welcomes everyone to church and I get very full by seeing everyone and saying hello to everyone and and, and all these um, little negatives began to to pile up and uh, soon enough there was a picture of that garbage as we saw in that first picture um, there was garbage and uh, you know garbage and garbage and garbage all negatives it was all um, restricted and and what I couldn't do and 
And all of a sudden, my perspective um, wasn't what I wanted to see, but what I was looking at. And it was all the garbage. And I think the enemy really does do that. He tries to get us to look at the things that are rubbish. And, uh, and that's what I was doing. Um, so I said to God, right, God, you know, I'm anxious, I'm, I'm frustrated, I, you know, I can't even get to church, I can't get to uh, um, spend time with the EDT students, our discipling students, um, and do prayer with them as I'd like to do in a corporate setting. It's all on Zoom and it's, it's clunky, it's not really, it doesn't really flow as well as in person. And I was just really, you know, I just kept putting garbage on garbage on garbage and I was in a very miserable place you know, sitting there looking at the rubbish in front of me. So I said, right, oh God, we've got to go for a walk. We've got to sort this out. And as we walked and talked, and I went around my neighbourhood on a prayer walk, all of a sudden he illuminated things and uh, changed my perspective in a moment. Um, perspective. Uh, what we see depends not only on what you look at, um, but also where you look at it from. And I looked at it from a different perspective. All of a sudden the light came on. And, and, and God said to me, you know, don't do church, do mission. Well, well that was enough. That, that little bit of perspective changed, really changed everything. I couldn't do church. I couldn't do the things I love to do, but I could do mission. And that, that simple, you know, illumination of God's light changed everything. And uh, what happened as a result of that, I was able to be very, very intense, intentional with my neighbours. And all of a sudden, I had a, a conversation with the one that, that lives um, straight across the road. And uh, he opened up to me and I asked a few things, and uh, you know, like Will did. Uh, well done, Will. I can't, you know, just such a great testimony. But I also asked a couple of questions to my neighbour. And, and he was um, about to go into, a, into an operation and have a biopsy on um, some prostate cancer um, issues that, that he was... Uh, potentially facing and I said well let, let's pray about that and so I was able to pray and uh, and have these meaningful conversations with him and he was really quite worried about you know so he could talk about the hurting and the painful and the and you know he didn't have a lot of hope there because he, he felt that uh, this biopsy would which would certainly turn up something sinister I said well let's pray about that and so I was able to pray and um, and intercede for him and uh, lo and behold um, uh, his results came back as a negative, but everything looked differently. Everything looked like uh, he was, you know, something sinister was going on. But um, so all of a sudden, I couldn't do church, but I could do mission. And so all of the, you know, neighbours began to open up, and I had significant conversations with about three of them uh, over the spate of about two weeks since that little shift in perspective. So not only was I seeing not not seeing the garbage anymore, I was seeing the people behind it. And they were real and they were hurting and they needed uh, a message of hope. And I was able to bring that, um, which, was, which was absolutely brilliant. So Jesus' perspective, uh, you know, brings such hope to a hurting community. Does your perspective, that's my question to you, that's my challenge to you. Does your perspective, the way you see things, have you started looking at the garbage and, and not allowed the illumination of God to let us see beyond, uh, like this crowd that had no way, they were always going to be marginalised, they were always going to be living day-to-day, um, -day, no future. Will the illumination of the message 
um, uh, allow you to see things differently um, and see the real gold, which is behind uh, what we consider as you know garbage, which is real people, uh, and and really the mission, the mission of Jesus Christ, because that didn't that didn't change. It never changed. I just was looking at the wrong thing. Um, what what perspective needs to change for you to see hope again? It's uh, my question to you. What perspective needs to change? What does God need to illuminate so you can see hope again? Because if we can't see hope, then how do we give the message of hope uh, to a community that that desperately needs this message of the kingdom? Because it, um, you know, the great thing about the Christian worldview is it is. Uh, a message of great hope. For me, as I'll finish and conclude and bring Mark and Lauren back on, I want to uh, challenge you with this scripture that you know very well. It's Philippians 4, 8, 9. Instead of thinking about the garbage, Paul writes to the, the church and he says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honourable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, Whatever is commendable, if there's anything excellent, if there's anything worthy of praise, then think about these things. Dwell on these things. Let your perspective be on these things. Uh, as for the things you have learnt and received and heard from me, well, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. And that's my great challenge as we go into these um, you know, the lockdowns and the restrictions. Um, to think of things that are, are very different from the negatives, from the garbage that uh, stop us seeing the, the true value uh, that lays behind. So thank you. Mark and Lauren, love you to come Hello. back. Hello. Hey. 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 We're not on mute this time. Hey. Well How are you not? <laughs> that was awesome, Cindy. Yeah. That was um, just so great. And again, just tied in so well with Will's testimony of mm -hmm. just, you know, it can just be such a simple thing, a simple shift in your perspective and can bring hope like he did to his neighbour. It was beautiful. Yeah, 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 definitely. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, I think we've got a, a couple of comments already coming through, which is great. Please, we'd love, to, yeah, we'd love to hear that. Not only what uh, mm. perspective needs to change for you to see hope again, but even those of you who maybe have had instances like Will and like, Pete mentioned with his neighbour as well. What have you seen change in someone's perspective that has brought them hope? Or yeah. what you might have already got to that point. Uh, so, you, because that shifting of perspective, it's a journey and it's you can be at different points along the way. Have you already found hope in uh, your life at the moment and what changed in your perspective as well? So. We all need a little bit of hope. And this is it, it, with the comments and with people answering, it just brings encouragement and inspiration to others, which is what this community is all about. Exactly. So, um, yeah. so yeah, so Sam, great point with the art, not what we look at, but what we see. Yeah, that art was powerful. Mm. I'm kind of going through yeah. Googling on that, but yeah, just amazing. Well, I think, uh, you know, I think that's what the enemy tries to get us to do and look at the rubbish things in front of us. You know, we can always find, you know, the rubbish, the things that just frustrate us. And that was me. I was just totally stuck, you know, it only lasted a day, but I just knew there was something not right. And but my view, my perspective, oh, sorry, popping everything there. 
um, you know, I was looking at the garbage, you know, and the rubbish before me, but I, and I didn't see, you know, what others could see. And, and Jesus sees things very differently. And that's mm. why I think his message was so powerful to these people. They, they just couldn't believe what they were hearing. You know, it's not that they didn't have teachers, but this message that Jesus brought was very, very different. Um, and uh, exactly. it was because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think Kyle, Kyle picks that up really well as well. He says, it's very true that Jesus sees people where we sometimes see garbage. What stands mm -hmm. out to me, though, is where Jesus sees me, the true me, where I see garbage. Yeah. A good shift in perspective that we are not a lost cause, but sons and yeah. daughters of God with hope Perfect. and a destiny. Mate, that's brilliant. I, you know, I ch I go, I'm going to pick up on Kyle a little bit here. I, I challenged him. I, I gave him a phone call during the week and I said, uh, I want you to practice the discipline of celebration. So every day I want you to find something to celebrate. Again, trying to move this, you know, perspective of I'm in lockdown. I can't get, you know, I can't get to do the things I want to do or meet with friends. But like you did, Lauren, you found a way to celebrate Mark's birthday, but you had to be creative. There's always a way, but it's the way, you know, you can either look at what you can't do or you can look at what you can do. That's a perspective change. And uh, all, all of a sudden you can celebrate, um, you know, how old are you, Mark? Uh, 38, I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> That's 38 true. years of being alive, you know, it's yeah. just fantastic. Um, but again, it, 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 you just need a perspective to, to uh, look at things differently. Yeah, absolutely. I think John's comments great. Shift a perspective to stop focusing what I can't control, and that's what you yeah, said, exactly. Peter. And that's yeah. something that I I've been doing as well. And you know, I've been on the Corona coaster as well. But I think you just have to focus on what you can control and what you can't, and look at the facts and go, okay, I can't control the numbers. I can't control yeah. the max rates. Exactly. I can't control that. But I can control my mindset and the way that I respond to this and to people which is what your message was all about mm. yeah, no exactly lauren i think you said it better than i did so you're you're up for preaching next time so uh, <laughs> uh, it's, can it's, i talk it's, about it's, wine it's, <laughs> of course you can um yeah no it's a, it's a great point sorry we've got a little person in the background uh, running around leanne. leanne's yes so leanne's uh comment which i think was really how you you set the scene of your of what you're speaking of today don't do church mm. do mission a great perspective yeah, yeah. yeah. that that was enough for me it's got, of course i can and uh i'm talking significant conversations opened up because i changed my perspective and you know god doesn't have to say very much but when he does it matters mm. um and it's like i said it's not what we look at that matters it's what we see and and i just couldn't see things um as soon as i changed man i tell you my energy came back my enthusiasm came back my buoyancy came back, you know, everything came back in, in abundance. And I had these incredible conversations with my neighbours um, and I was able to be there for them and bring hope. You know, my one of my neighbours um, lost a mum figure, a significant mum figure. Uh, again, so the next level of conversation about, you know, um, what happens when we do pass away? What are your thoughts on that, you know? Mm. And again, bring a message of great hope um, to what she needed at, at the time. So... Yeah, it's so That's important. Awesome. Mm. And then Scotty Rowe, the hope we need and desire is found in God's promises, which is just spot on. And just, you know, yep. reminding people of that. And what, something that I yep. share regularly is what we appreciate, appreciates. 
So if we can shift our mindset and be focusing on not on, like we're saying, the stuff we can't yeah. control, but the things that's actually going to increase, that's going to, you're going to go yeah. up in your mindset and your attitude. So it's simple. It's just appreciating the little things that you can and then showing that to your neighbours and your community. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's no wonder they, you know, it's on the on the point of what Scotty said, you know, you either look at the problems or the promise. Um, you know, they're, they're two distinct differences. There, there are problems. There, there's no doubt about that. Um, but, you know, what, what are we going to focus on? The promises of God or the problems? And that's, you know, again, a, pers a perspective change. So Exactly. So um, we might finish, finish with one more uh, comment. Thank you so much to those people who have commented, the ones we've got to, the ones we haven't been able to get to. Uh, they've been amazing. I've really added uh, a great perspective to, to this morning. Uh, this next commenter I'm a huge fan of, I know you are too, Pete, uh, Phil Kavanagh said, when mm. when you talked, Pete, about uh, that, that community needs hope, the disability community he's wanting to talk about here, that God does not look at disability, he sees the ability in people. Yeah. Uh, that's really good. Yeah. Phil is a huge advocate of the disability of, of that community and... Um, yeah, if there's anyone that can shift your perspective in that, that can really you can really learn from and see the hope in God and the love mm. that He has for everyone. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a great advocate of that, definitely. Yeah. Fantastic. Oh, look, yeah. thank you very much. Uh, again, you know, the message of hope needs to be uh, what we, um, you know, constantly champion um, because that is the the message of the good news and the gospel and the kingdom that God, that Jesus was presenting. Mm, so, definitely. Yeah. Well, on that, um, Pete, if you could uh, take us out uh, with uh, prayer and then sign okay. off and thank everyone as well, that'd be awesome. Yep, we'll, we'll do. Father, we, uh, we, we thank you that you came uh, not with a, a message of, uh, of condemnation, but Lord, it was one of incredible hope uh, incredible fulfillment, incredible um, uh, blessing as we follow you, Lord God. And we thank you that uh, you said, don't worry about the things that you can't control, but just get on with the kingdom, get on with the mandate, get on with the mission. Uh, don't look at what we can't do, Lord. Forgive us where we've, we've, we've lowered our eyes and we've seen the garbage, Lord God, but we need your illumination uh, on the things that trouble us and the problems uh, to see things in a new light. And so, Father, we pray that uh, this week in particular, that there would be a revelation, a light that comes on, uh, a light bulb moment, Lord God, that we see things uh, differently, the perspective of hope, of joy, of peace, which is what the kingdom is all about. And, Lord, we are able to share that and influence that and, uh, and deliver that uh, to a world that is hurting and marginalised, that, uh, is uh, is in you know some mental uh, trouble, Lord God, and so we pray that uh, this week we reach like will uh, into our neighbours and uh, share the message of hope and and good news in Jesus' mighty name. We pray, Amen.